0: It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. We recognise that as part of a team, utilising those strengths is more efficient and allows us to kind of focus on the things that are most important. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. I've
1: just got this feeling, I, I, I don't know if I'm right or not, but I've got this feeling that today I'm going to look bad at the end of the podcast. I, I don't know why. Uh, hello, this is Dr. Justin Corson, I'm the parenting expert in Channel 9's parental guidance and the founder of happyfamilies.com.au. I'm here with Kylie, uh, my wife, mum to our six kids and podcast co-host. And today we're talking about something, Kylie, that Am I gonna am I gonna get out of this, or is this gonna make me look bad?
0: Oh, I'm really looking forward to today's
1: conversation. <laughs> oh great! Yeah, thank you for answering my questions so directly. I think <laughs> we all know where this is going. <laughs> There is a phrase that has gone bonkers on social media, particularly on TikTok uh, over the last little while. It's called weaponized incompetence. What weaponized incompetence means, it's, it's, it's also known as strategic incompetence. It's basically when you pretend that you're not very good at something so that you don't have to do it. It's, it's a way of saying, oh, I'm no good at that. I can't do that. And the person that you're saying it to says, fine, it's just going to be easier if I do it anyway. Weaponized incompetence is what some people do so that they can get out of doing work.
0: I so mean, some people, I think every child that ever was <laughs> yes. has gone to weaponized incompetent school. Well,
1: as you know, as we're living in separate homes right now with the, the never-ending move that's going on for us, uh, I'm living at home with our 19-year-old daughter and uh, she doesn't know how to do anything. I'm, I'm finding that I'm doing everything. She can't cook. She can't do anything. I don't believe that it's a fact. I think that she's weaponized her incompetence against me so that Dad will do everything that she's used to having Mum do for her.
0: Oh, it sounds like you're having such a hard time, honey. <laughs> yeah, I am. But you know the, the,
1: the two words that come out of everyone's mouths when they begin to – Turn their incompetence against somebody so that they'll do everything for them?
0: I can't.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're probably hearing it all the time with the four kids that you've got right now. I can't. It's too hard. I can't. Do you know what my mum, well, you do know. My mum used to say, uh, whenever I would say, I can't, she would look at me and say, Justin, can't means don't want to. She knew how to overcome my weaponized incompetence.
0: Ah, oh, well, you clearly <laughs> learned a few things because it doesn't work for me.
1: <laughs> no. What? What do you mean? What doesn't work for you? When you say can't means don't want to? Yeah. I, I do. I do. I say I can't. I used to. I'm going to make a confession. In the early days, back before I'd done psychology, back before I was thinking about being a good parent, back before I was writing the books, I used to. Uh, I used to say that I I couldn't change the kids' nappies. Do you remember how bad I was at changing their nappies?
0: I couldn't leave the babies with you because you couldn't.
1: I couldn't look after them.
0: Couldn't look after them.
1: C- completely incompetent. Completely, incompet-
0: completely incompetent. Completely and,
1: incompetent. And, and there's something interesting. Now, I mean, I don't think that our relationship's like that anymore. But when <laughs> when this happens a lot, can I, I'm just going to be serious for a second and then we'll go back to having fun. When this happens a lot, I actually think that it could be a form of, um, I, I don't know if abuse is too strong a word or not, but when somebody's consistently saying to somebody, in effect, when they say, I can't, you'll have to, I think what they're actually saying is, uh, "You, I, I don't respect you enough. I think this is actually a question of respect. It's like it's a passive-aggressive way of saying, I don't respect you enough to do this and I'm going to make you do it. I'm going to pretend that I can't do it. I'm going to feign, weaponize incompetence and force you to do it because I just don't respect you. So at a very serious level, this is- I was
0: a- going to say, you've taken this very serious, very <laughs> fast.
1: I, I kind of have, but, but if we go back to it, what this is really about is um, whether or not, I, it comes down to motivation, right? What's my motivation? So for example, Kylie, you know that I can't, <laughs> I can't put together a grocery list and go shopping
0: no, that's definitely not one of your strengths.
1: But what I have discovered is that you can't go shopping. You hate it. So we've worked out. But
0: as. But I can't. It's that I hate it. And if I have to, I will.
1: Yes, yes. And if I have to, I will put together the grocery list and go shopping as well. The thing they is
0: make a lot of noise about it. Well,
1: that's because I'm you make a lot of noise when I get back and I haven't bought the 14 things that you think that I should have bought, but I didn't know what we were having for dinner this week. And this is this is kind of what I'm getting to. So there's a difference, I think, <laughs> between weaponized incompetence and division of labor. So You and I have worked out that you hate going shopping and I'm really – I mean I'm genuinely – I'm not aware of what needs to go into the shopping list and I've tried to get it right. I know how to read the pantry, look at where there are gaps and fill those gaps with the stuff that we would normally have there. But I just don't necessarily know exactly how to get the shopping list exactly right so that we can have a seamless week of meals. But what we've discovered is that if you put the shopping list together for me, which you're quite happy to do – I'm more than happy to jump in the car and go down to the shops and do the groceries. So it's not that we've weaponized incompetence in this case. We've just worked out that we've got strengths and weaknesses, we've got preferences and priorities, and we have divided our labour accordingly.
0: Is that fair? That's fair. Okay, excellent. Teamwork makes the dream work.
1: (laughs) I am going to suggest, though, that there are some things that you've done uh, strategically to feign incompetence so that I will do them. May I? May I disclose? Can I um, – You have a list. Yeah, yeah. Can I share some dirt?
0: Only if I can share
1: some. (laughs) You have a list? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Why why am I not surprised? Yeah. (laughs) All right. You go first then. Oh, Oh, no.
0: No, no. Give me my list.
1: The lists are coming up after the break.
0: It's the Happy Families Podcast.
1: For a happier family, try a Happy Families membership because a happy family – doesn't just happen. Details at happyfamilies.com.au.
0: It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now, and I'm wondering what this list is. How long is it taking you to create this list?
1: <laughs> Actually, it was pretty hard. There's, there's very little that you do to feign incompetence. I've got a couple of things for you. Uh the rubbish bins.
0: Yeah. I'm really not good at taking the rubbish bins out.
1: <laughs> so terrible. you know what happens when it's your job, your your week, your your time, uh, if I'm not around uh, and and you've got to take the rubbish bins out?
0: We do a sprint this morning. we had to do a sprint. <laughs> and the problem down the stairs without shoes on, and the wheel of the rubbish bin fell off as I was trying <laughs> to drag it just in time for the truck to arrive right in front of me yeah
1: yeah yeah and uh, how many how many times have you forgotten entirely when it's like this is weaponizing incompetence right justin it's your job to do the bins that's really what you're saying yeah, kind of. Okay, car stuff. Uh, how often do you fill up the car, put petrol on the car?
0: Well, at the moment I'm doing it every week, thank you very much, because where are you?
1: <laughs>
0: but it's funny you say that because
1: I've been filling your car up whenever we drive it and, and I'm on the coast with you as well. So, but Did
0: you say you've been driving my car? Okay. I don't get a look in when you're
1: here. <laughs> uh, you, you feign incompetence when it comes to driving. I'm the only one who can drive the right way. I'm the only one that can park the right way.
0: Well, that might be because I have a backseat driver. <laughs> right. I might have you
1: in oh, the car. Gosh. Okay. So let me give you, uh, in, in all in all seriousness, I think the only time that you've feigned incompetence is when it's time to call somebody. Uh, you don't like making phone calls. You don't like organising those kinds of things, whether it's playdates for the kids or whether it's a doctor's appointment. It's just not your thing. You don't like doing that. Fair?
0: Fair.
1: Okay. I have three ways that we can overcome what might be legitimate weaponized incompetence.
0: I'm interested to hear them what's number
1: one? The first one is just recognize selfishness in yourself like be be sufficiently self aware to acknowledge that if you're choosing not to get up to the baby at night and pretending that you 're incompetent, choosing not to look after the kids, choosing not to cook a meal because you'd rather sit in front of a screen and answer emails or do gaming or other non productive tasks uh, that's that's called selfishness that is a problem and and we've got to be brave enough, courageous enough to call it out when our partner's doing it in a in a kind supportive way, uh, and I think that's where my second two, uh, second two ideas will help to move away from any kind of weaponized or strategic incompetence. But self-awareness, for you, if you're the one doing it, uh, or being brave enough to point out when your partner is doing it, I think that matters, and and we should talk about that.
0: You know, we've talked a lot about competence as we've been um, having a little bit of fun together. And I just wonder sometimes what it actually says to our partners when in spite of our incompetence, we actually give something a go. You know, we're not great in the kitchen, but we know that our wife or our partner is is just Tired and has had a rotten day, and what does it actually say to her for you to to say, you know what, I've got it tonight, and it might just be eggs on toast or you know spaghetti out of a can or whatever, but you you do what you can to actually alleviate and support.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It comes down to motives again. That's what it really is: selfishness or selflessness. My second idea: if you're dealing with somebody who does weaponize their incompetence. If they say, I can't, I don't know how, I reckon there's a couple of words like Google it that might help what you're effectively doing when you say that. And you don't have to say those words because Googling it might not be the way forward, but say to them, uh, what do you think you can do about that? Or, well, I'm going to leave it up to you, or I trust you, or I believe in you. If it's mining the children and and a partner says, I can't, I'm no good at this. You can say, well, today is going to be a day where you're going to have to just work it out, or I believe in you, or, well, let's talk about some contingencies in case things don't go well, but it's on you. Literally defer back to them, put it on them, tell them to Google it, tell them to find a solution. That's going. Just being strong strong. strong enough to respect yourself, even if they're not respecting you, they will then respect you because you've respect yourself.
0: I think this goes both ways though. And I think it's really important that you're self-aware on both sides of the fence here, because if you're the competent person, why does your partner feel incompetent? And are you playing a part in that? You know, is there enough belief in them that they're capable and able to do the job that's being asked? Or have we made them feel that way over time because we've just kind of taken that role on because we know we're better at it?
1: Yeah. And that happens a lot. In fact, uh, when it comes to this idea, quite often a person is not saying, I'm incompetent, therefore I'm forcing you to do it. Sometimes it is the competent person saying, I'm not going to let you do it. So I I reckon that's a really important one. Put it back on them, give them the opportunity to demonstrate their competence. That's going to be a useful strategy. And my third one, is if it's a no, that is, if you ask somebody to do something and they are incompetent or they use incompetence as a reason to not do it, work out where the yes is. Get them to do something. So in our case, to go back to the groceries, we've discovered that I actually do a pretty lousy job of putting together the shopping list. And there's a range of reasons for that that we're not going to go into in the podcast, but I just I don't have the same knowledge, the same planning, the same... Um, capacity to get that right as you do. So I, well, I think
0: it's mainly just because you spend a lot of time in the sweets aisle. <laughs> yeah, it,
1: could be that, it could be that as
0: well. I do know that the freezer and the pantry get filled up with a lot of sugar when you go.
1: My point is, stop derailing my conversation here. <laughs> I'm making an important point, Mrs. Happy Families. My point is if you are ask- – If you ask me to put together a list of what needs to be bought at the shops, I'm probably not going to do a very good job and I'm going to say, do I have to? I can't. I'm not very good at it. But what you've discovered is you can say, well, what about if I put the list together and you go get it from the shops? If I go and do the grocery shopping, that's the yes to my initial no. Some incompetence at one part of the process doesn't mean whole and full incompetence. It allows me to leave the stuff that I literally don't do well to you for efficiency and productivity and to maximize our time. But it also then gives you the chance to refer me to what I can do completely capably so that you've now freed up some time in your life to do things that are important to you.
0: You know why I get you to do the groceries, don't you?
1: Because I always buy the treats and you can blame me for having sugar in the house. <laughs> That's it, isn't it?
0: It's not. It's the way your muscles flex as you walk up the stairs. <laughs>
1: You know, our entire audience has just cringed after what was a really great conversation, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Ruan. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. If you'd like more info about weaponised incompetence, by the way, uh, we'll link to it in the show notes. There was a great article on the HuffPost about it, which is where we got some of these ideas. If you'd like more info about making your family happier, please find it at happyfamilies.com.au.